Hey, Kaden. Yes, mommy. It's time for the She's About Business show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, it's your host, Diethea Garns. Wow, this is the final episode of 2019. The final episode of this decade. This year went by really fast, and to be honest, so did the decade. I was just thinking about the 2010s decade and all the changes that I went through over the last 10 years. I went from raising one son to having two sons, one who is now a grown man. I can't believe it. I went from being employed to being an entrepreneur, and boy, oh boy, did I learn a lot about myself, most importantly, other people, and I learned a lot about surviving in this world that can be not so kind to kind people. Honestly, the 2010s decade was good to me, for the most part. But in 2020, I plan to slay life. And I want you to slay life too. Not just in 2020, but in the whole 2020s decade, okay? (laughs) So this is what today's episode is all about. This is getting us off to a great start. So with that being said, As you guys know, this season, season three of the show, has been dedicated to highlighting other savvy moguls who are making moves, and it's been an amazing ride so far. I actually have an amazing interview coming up for you guys next week with one such savvy mogul. (laughs) But just in honor of the end of this decade, I wanted to take, you know, the time and I wanted to like end the decade and end the year the same way that this whole thing got started with just you and me. How about that, right? I mean, I've been doing a lot of reflecting over the last few days, weeks. And I think that, you know, this happens a lot at the end of the year, right? And not so much because a new year is coming, for me anyway, you know, but it's like because the holidays have ended and you know, you can finally breathe and just think about things that you've gone through. I think we worked so hard all year to try to make sure that, you know, Christmas is good and everything is good. And now it's like, okay, we've made it through everything. We succeeded. So now you want to just take some time and think about everything that you've been through, the things that have happened, the mistakes you've made, you know, and what you can do better going forward. Honestly. I believe that this type of thinking is best done in the year that's going out and then it can be left there so that we can move on into a new year with no need for such reflections or resolutions and all that. I've said previously that I gave up on resolutions a long time ago, but reflecting is just taking the time to see things clearly And I think that that's something that we should be doing for the rest of our lives, right? So this is episode six of season three of the award-winning She's About Business show, aka The Sab Show. 
giving our honor to God for all of his amazing blessings and to my savior, Jesus Christ, for just being who he is in my life. And of course, thanks to all of my fabulous sisters and fabulous fellas for tuning in and for supporting the show on the various platforms. Wow. I just realized that I haven't said that all season. (laughs) I miss it. (laughs) It was harder though this time. (laughs) But You know, for this season, for this episode, I'm sorry, I just want to talk about some of the greatest things that I've learned this year, not about life necessarily or about other people, but about me, yours truly, right? Sometimes the best lessons are those that we can not just learn, but actually accept and retain about ourselves. Learning is one thing. But just accepting it and then keeping it, retaining it and actually doing something with it can be a little bit different. It can be so easy sometimes, too, to look at other people and, you know, you can see how they've done this or that to make you unhappy or to hurt you. But it's usually a much tougher thing to look at yourself. So today... I'm going to be doing that and I encourage you to do the same. Today, I'm going to be talking about the biggest things that I've learned this year about me that caused me to hurt me or to put myself in situations where I could be hurt by others. Or honestly, when I think about it, to put myself in situations where I could actually be the one to hurt someone else, which is also something that I absolutely hate doing. So, This is going to be a little tough. I have to admit it. So if you guys could give me a minute to prepare mentally for this. (laughs) All right. I will be right back and I promise I'm going to get this done. But while I prepare, you guys take a moment and listen to this message from yours truly. Hey there, this is Dyethea Garns, the Impact Coach, and you are listening to the She's About Business show. You know, as we head into a new year and a new decade, there are many things that I want to do different and I'm sure you feel the same way. But it's not about the new year, it's really about living your very best life, right? I've updated the She's About Business site to begin doing more to support you and partner with you on your journey to your very best life and I'd love for you to check it out. If you visit she'saboutbusiness.com, you can see all things SAB including learning how to be featured on the site and even on the show. You can find out more about the She's About Business app. You can get the She's About Business books. You can see show episodes and topics, read the latest articles written by me and a lot more. So please visit she'saboutbusiness.com today and let me support you on your journey to your very best life. Love you guys. Okay, so I'm back and I think I'm ready for this honest conversation with myself as you guys listen in, okay? (laughs) All right, so the first thing that I learned about myself this year is that I often see people as I want to see them instead of how they truly are. I think that a lot of times doing that 
works for me because it either allows me to maybe distance myself from someone who I don't necessarily get a good vibe about, but maybe they're not so bad, right? But, you know, if I if I pick up a negative vibe, then I'll go ahead and just remove myself from the situation and it, it benefits me so that I don't have to face the challenge of dealing with someone who may be difficult, right? But then on the flip side of it, because I'm such a lover of people, I think I do it the other way as well. And if there's someone that, you know, I do like or do want to get to know or do want to work with or partner with, then I want to see them in a positive light. And I think by doing that, it allows me to give them all the love that I want to give because, you know, I just love loving people whether they deserve it or not. Right. And I want to trust people whether they deserve that trust or not. And, you know, I think everyone deserves to be loved and trusted by someone, but it doesn't always have to be me. (laughs) I realize now that, you know, my hope in doing that most often, because that's, that's usually the way that it works. It's usually me trying to love someone or work with someone or, you know, partner with someone that maybe I shouldn't. Um, But I think that I do that in the hope that this expression of love and trust and, you know, um, just me working so hard to try to make things work will cause them to be the best version of themselves. Right. And then when I find out that maybe they've already shown the best that they have and maybe it's honestly just not a great fit for me. Instead of walking away, I keep trying to change things and make it better. And I think sometimes in doing that, it can come across as maybe I'm trying to change them, you know, and and maybe I am, you know, definitely try to change the situation by seeing if I can do something more, if I can be better. And I just keep trying and trying, hoping that the love and the expressions of trust won't be in vain or wasted. But then when things don't work out, you know, I can't understand at the time why I always end up hurt. But now I see that people just are who they are and they should be, right? They should be. And I can't go around treating people like puppies and not in a negative way, but you know, puppies You know, if you love them, they love you. If you cuddle them, they cuddle you. And, you know, I can't go around thinking that people will be sweet and give me cuddles and love and and um, trust and, you know, commitment and will actually be great partners in business and, you know, great friends because I love them enough and I am trustworthy. People can't be trained like puppies to love you back or to be trustworthy or to be willing to commit or to be willing to work hard. None of that. Right. And so with uh, any type of um, realization 
that you get when you reflect on things. You don't just stop there. You have to figure out how you can change things. So for me, I am going to change this by first and foremost, seeking God on every relationship, connection, partnership. And I'm going to listen to his guidance on how to move forward. And I won't simply just rely on my own heart because I am a hopeless lover of people and my heart often leads me astray. And my oldest son is always telling me, mom, that's not a bad thing. It's not it's not a bad thing. And and he's absolutely right. It's not a bad thing. But it has to be. Definitely a balance there. And I think sometimes I lean more towards. Love, (laughs) even when I shouldn't, you know, and I mean, of course, you should always be loving but again, not everyone is the one or the person or the, the business or the group that you should pour your all into. So I have to understand that if I trust God and lean not on my own understanding in this particular area, you know, his spirit will never lead me astray like my heart does. He knows what's best for me. And I don't always know what's best for me. Let's be real. None of us do all the time. We would love to think that we do, but sometimes our emotions, our heart, our feelings get in the way and we do the opposite of what's actually best for us. Okay, so that's my first thing. The next thing that I learned about me is actually closely tied to the first one. I often act as a... What's a good way to say it? Like a need meter, if that's a term. Well, it is now. (laughs) But if I see someone in need, I don't ask questions or research to see what other resources or people or supporters they may be able to utilize. I just step in and I try to help. If someone needs money, if I have it, I give it. If someone needs a place to stay, if I have a spare room, they can have it. If someone needs an ear, if I have time, I'll listen. And even if I don't have time, I'll make it. But often, and I I mean, I could tell you guys the stories of how often this happens. (laughs) But once they're on their feet, they move on as they should. But then when I'm the one in need, Who does the one who tries to meet everyone else's needs go to? Now, I'm not saying that all of this is a bad thing. I'm thankful to have a heart to give and to love. But it also brings me a lot of pain. It really does. And I have to understand going forward that I have to stop pouring out so much to others that I barely have the time or energy to take the time to, you know, refill myself mentally, spiritually, and physically. If all you ever do is pour out, you know, but you don't take the time to refill, you're going to get to a point where you don't have anything else to give. And I think that I've reached that point many times, but I didn't pay attention 
And I just kept giving and going and going. And then the next thing you know, I'm not feeling well for two weeks or I'm really exhausted. Um, I'm mentally drained. You know, you don't I don't pay attention all the time to the signs that my body is given, that my heart is given, that my soul is given, that my spirit is given, that it's time to stop. And I am not always the one that should be meeting everybody else's need, you know, and I have to learn that, you know, I think that it's a great gift to be able to tune in to other people's needs and to tune in to other people's suffering and be willing to have a heart to actually give and help. But again, there has to be balance. And I think that I don't think I know that a lot of times I'm definitely out of balance with that. So what am I going to do different? Well, this is really hard for me, believe it or not, but I'm going to start putting myself first more often, not selfishly, but just out of necessity. And I will understand that when there is a need, it doesn't always have to be me who feels it. It just doesn't, period. I have to begin to prioritize. And also another thing about that that I feel like I have to say is that, you know, I've come to understand that pride is a very tricky thing. And, you know, the Bible says that God hates pride. Why is it that you think God hates pride? I mean, people are always telling us to be proud. You know, I'm black and I'm proud. I'm this and I'm proud. I'm, you know, whatever. Right. But why does the Bible say that God hates pride? I think that it says that because pride can be so tricky and it can actually trick you into thinking that it's a good thing, you know, And I think that it can be a good thing. You know, you take pride in being a mother. You take pride in, you know, being um, an entrepreneur or running your business, of course, because that in, in that sense, it means that you are trying to do your best because it's something that's important to you. But I think that we get out of control with it sometimes and it can get out of control in any area. But. The reason that I'm talking about pride is because I think a lot of times when I get into that, you know, need meter role, it's actually a little bit prideful. Like, who am I to think that I'm the one that can meet everybody's need? Because at the end of the day, everybody is under the same God that I am or they have access to him in the same way that I do. Right. He's not a respecter of persons. So if they call on him, he will be there for them just as he is for me. So maybe a lot of times God does use me as a need meter, but I think sometimes he does not tell me to do things. And I take it upon myself to go ahead and do it because I'm used to doing that. But it doesn't mean that I'm necessarily supposed to do that. Right. And, and a lot of times it leads me to a bad place. Right. So 
those are my two things that I have learned about myself that I can definitely begin to work on. And there's more, of course, but I didn't want to leave it on a note, you know, where I'm talking about ways that I can improve because I want to model, you know, a great example for you guys. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually also talk about one thing that I realized about myself that I think makes me successful, right? Because I want you guys to do the same thing. Don't just beat up on yourself and talk about what you can do better, but also look at some things that you do really, really great or one thing that has made you who you are in a good way, right? So for me, I realized that, hey, I absolutely don't mind taking risks and doing things different. And I absolutely am not afraid to do things alone because as you guys know, this whole She's About Business vision, the show, the books, all of that I have done absolutely by myself. Whereas, you know, a lot of people that I talk to, they wait until they get partners and they wait and they look for this, you know, community to work with them and all these things. But I just kind of take the leap when I feel like God has called me to do something. I get out there and I make it happen. And I, I really love that about myself. And I, I, again, I do think that it needs to be done with balance because sometimes I can get just too eager and I move too fast and I don't think things through. But I'm seeing that even when I am doing things alone, which used to really, really scare me, I've realized this year that, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> I'm never alone because God is with me. Right. He's with me and he's my greatest partner. He's my greatest friend. He's my greatest supporter. And there's nobody on this earth that can keep a door closed if God wants it open for me. There's nobody on this earth that can keep me from getting what God wants me to have, especially when I am in position and I am in relationship with him and I'm seeking him and I'm talking to him and I'm following him and I'm I'm listening to him. There's nobody greater to have on your team than God. And, and because I honestly and sincerely believe that, I don't mind doing it in the absence of people, right? You know, God just has a way of, you know, just opening some amazing doors and connecting me with the right people. Like for instance, guys, like my sound guy who is, you know, and I, and I just said, I do it with nobody, but I mean like physically as far as having like a partner, but technically I would say he is actually my partner because he's been on this ride with me the whole time. But, um, you know, he's great. His name is Will Rice, by the way, you guys hear his name at the end of the show, but, you know, just even the way that we connected has been amazing and just unbelievable. But, you know, like to find somebody that's, that says, hey, listen, you know, I believe in your vision. I know you don't have a lot of money right now. I know you don't have a lot of, uh, you know, followers in the beginning, but he, he has been riding with me. So, you know, things like that, 
And guys, guess what? We've never actually met each other. Okay. <laughs> and it's just been an amazing ride. So shout out to him, by the way. So thankful for him. Always praying for him and his family. He's amazing. But like things like that, it's like, even though I don't have people in my town or in my city who have helped me, God was able to, to connect me with, you know, one person. Sometimes that's all it takes is one person because God is on my team. Right. And my story doesn't have to look like anybody else's story. And I've come to terms with that just because other people do it a certain way where they have people they can go and sit down and have coffee with or they can go to the studio with them. And, you know, all of this, like my story can be different. And I love coming up with unique ways to do my business. And I love being able to create my own unique story and becoming an original, one of a kind, sometimes funny, sometimes serious, unique, chick, goofy, all of that. Because when you're like that and you guys are becoming that too, nobody can imitate you. Right. And I feel like I know that I'm on the right track because I'm seeking God. You know, and I'm seeking his will and not my own because seeking my own will is when I get off track. And you know what? Regardless of where you are, where you've been or how your story is playing out, if you know that you're seeking his will, then I believe that you're becoming exactly who you were meant to be as well. And if you're not seeking his will, there's no better time than now to start. Right. And you don't have to take my word for it. You can talk to him and ask him for yourself. All right, guys, I know I got off on a little bit of a tangent, but I hope you got something out of that. All right, fabulous ones. That's the end of the show for this week, for this year, for this decade. Oh my gosh. I will be back next year, next week, next decade <laughs> with another Savvy Mogul Making Moves. Thanks so much again for all of the support and the love. And don't forget that it's so very important to me and to the show that you leave a rating or review on the platform of your choice. I appreciate those of you who have taken the time to do that so far. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, don't forget, if you're listening on Podomatic, iTunes, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, Luminary, Podbean, or any of the other platforms, please review and share the show. If you are listening on YouTube, on the She's About Business channel, please subscribe, share, and like. All right, guys, until next decade, let's work at being about the business of living our very best lives by learning, accepting, reflecting, retaining things about ourselves. Remember that reflection is great. It's a good thing, right? And remember that we are on this journey together. Thank you, thank you, thank you for a wonderful year, a wonderful decade. I love you guys. Mwah. The She's About Business Show is directed and hosted by Daithia Garns, digital editing by Will Rice at Pro Voice Guy Studios, and copyright by She's About Business Inc. Thanks so much for listening to the She's About Business Show. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. Also, if you think I'm doing a great job or you enjoy an episode, leave a review, rating, or comment. I love to hear from you. And don't forget to visit She'sAboutBusiness.com for amazing blog articles, events, and services. Love you guys. Let's be about business.